Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Today, I am going to talk to you about seven ideas for entrepreneurial inspiration. If you have decided to go out on your own and start your own business, or or maybe you have a side hustle, you're doing something on the side, sometimes just all the pressures of life, all the stuff that we have to do just gets, I don't know, it bogs us down. I, I have days where I just think, why am I doing this? It might just be easier to go back to corporate America, work from nine to five, and let somebody else take care of all the headaches that come along with running my own business. And yet, I never do that. And the reason I never do that is I absolutely love what I have created in the last eight years. Those of you who listen to this show regularly know that I got laid off on April 1st, 2009, and I have really never looked back. Now, it hasn't been easy. It's not like I've been raking the money in for eight years. However, I have had the freedom to spend more time with my kids. I have had the freedom to pursue things that I like and enjoy. And I have had the delight of being able to work in an industry that I I, I love it. I have a great time. I created this business being a professional speaker and master of ceremonies actually more than eight years ago. I started it sort of as a side hustle. I was doing sales training and speaking at conferences long before it became my full-time job. But now I've been doing it for eight years. And, and here's the here's the interesting thing. I get a lot of phone calls from people. The other day I received a call from somebody who I sort of know through social media. I've had lunch with him one time when I was in Boston. And he was struggling a little bit with his career. So he decided, he told me, I've decided I'm just going to go and be a speaker. As if, oh yeah, it's so easy. I was talking with another friend who's getting closer to retirement age. And he was actually talking to someone else in our group. And they were saying, what are you going to do when you're 65? And he goes, I don't I might go and teach. Uh, I might work for a nonprofit. I, I might become a professional speaker like Tom. And I turned around, and I looked at him, and I said, because it's so easy. <clears throat> I mean, it's taken me a decade to get to where I am, and I still have a long way to go. There are so many moving parts. And because of those moving parts and because of the frustrations that come with doing whatever it is that you're doing for your business, sometimes you just get to the point where you feel like, I I've just had enough. This is it. I've reached my point. I'm I'm done. And that's when you need a little entrepreneurial inspiration. So in having a conversation with someone the other day, they asked me what my tips were of how I stayed motivated running my own business. And so in the course of the conversation, I jotted down a few ideas, and I'm going to share those with you here today on this episode. But before I do, I have to thank the sponsor of this episode. This episode is brought to you, as always, by Podfly Productions, and I can't say it enough times. They are the best vendor I work with. Podfly takes the headache out of having your own podcast. This show would never happen if it wasn't for the great people at Podfly Productions. They do all the heavy lifting and the technical work to make sure that this show is produced and released on time. If the show's ever late, it's not their fault, it's my fault. And they're really easy to work with. If you want to start a podcast, and I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. 
So are you ready? Here are my seven tips for entrepreneurial inspiration. Number one, you got to be an observer. You have to step back and watch what other people are doing. If you listen to this show regularly, you know I ask all the guests, who is it that you admire? Who is it that you see out there doing something cool? Because when I'm interviewing these entrepreneurs, we could talk about their business all day long. But really, great entrepreneurs are observers. They're watching what other entrepreneurs are doing. They're looking for what successful corporations are doing. They're looking at what nonprofits are doing. They're checking out different things that people are doing in different industries, and they're letting their mind wander from those observations to what can I do in my business. That's how this whole new keynote that is I'm thrilled about, this paradox of potential, that's how it all took place, is I started talking with people and observing and listening what they were saying about how they didn't believe they were reaching their potential. If I hadn't had my radar up and actually paid attention to how often this came up in conversation, I might have missed what is now probably becoming the biggest part of my business. This year, the paradox of potential might overtake my networking talks for the main source of income for what I do. It's what clients are hiring me to do. It's exciting. I'm doing really interesting research. I'm looking for somebody who is actually like a PhD researcher to help me take the research to another level because this whole aspect of potential, it's it's got a lot of potential. But it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been observing what I was seeing and what I was hearing from the people who are in my group coaching program, from the people who I go and have beers with, from people I meet at conferences, everybody. And in fact, surveys are showing that about 70 percent of people feel that their results in their career are not living up to what their potential is. And I saw that and I observed it and I listened and I've actually created the paradox of potential, which has become my favorite part of some of the stuff that I'm doing. Number two, if you're in search of inspiration, go back and read the books that really had an impact on your life. I can't believe you can be a successful entrepreneur if you're not open to lifetime learning. Now, there's a lot of other options than books nowadays, but when I started out, the way to get inspiration was to read a book. Now you've got podcasts and you've got the internet and there's all kinds of information coming at you, but I believe you got to go old school once in a while. You've got to go back and say, I'm going to read a book, but then it's go back and read the books that really impacted you at certain stages of your life. If you have been a lifetime learner, there have been things that have flicked switches inside of you that really got you going. And the other day I talked about one of these. I interviewed David Covey, the son of Dr. Stephen Covey, who is the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That book for me was a huge life changer. And so I went back and I skimmed the book. You don't even have to read the whole book again if you've read it before, but look for those things that gave you inspiration in the past. And, and again, it might not be a book. It might be a movie you saw. It might be a conversation that you had with a professor. Go back and recreate, at least skim over what that was and look for other pieces of inspiration. Because I think, you know, I used to go to Starbucks in the morning before work when I worked for a company. I would beat the commute by leaving the house early, I would get to the Starbucks by my office and I would go in and I would read for a half hour. I read 25 to 30 books a year for a good 20 years. Now, I probably read three or four books a year because, well, the world has changed a little bit and my schedule has changed. But if I really need inspiration, I need to pick up an actual hard copy book sit down and read it and see what it is that that author has to say because many of these books, the good ones, 
will speak directly to your soul. Number three, if you're feeling like you're in a little rut in your entrepreneurial journey, get away from your regular routine. Recently, my family and I spent four days with another family at the Grand Canyon. The other family we went with, the, the, the guy and I have been friends since we were in kindergarten. How many friends do you have that you've been friends with since kindergarten? And it was so much fun to get away with this other family, totally get out of the routine. We all get along really well. Uh, Darren and I have like a long history together. So we were able to, you know, just sit and talk about all the experiences from kindergarten. We also went to the same college and we worked together in college and we were roommates for a while. And just getting out of my daily routine here in Texas and having conversations with old friends and hiking the Grand Canyon. If you've never been to the Grand Canyon, I'm going to tell you, you got to go. It helps break any routine that you're in. There's nothing like it I've ever seen in my life. So I am a city traveler. I love to go to New York. I love to go to Chicago, New Orleans, Miami, San Francisco, San Diego. I love taking vacations, bringing my family to really cool cities and trying the restaurants and seeing the, the famous sites. My wife loves to see a movie that takes place in a city we've been to, whether it's Rome or Venice, and say, we've been there. It's great. However, I fought going to the Grand Canyon for a couple of years because I thought, oh, what are we going to do for four days? It totally broke every piece of routine, and I came back really fired up to jump back in to my business. So if you're feeling like you're in a rut, figure out how can I get away for a couple days, and what can I do, and who can I go with that's different, that will break all the regular conversations, all the regular things that I do. Go do that, and then when you come back, you can fit into that saddle and be ready to ride your entrepreneurial horse all over again. Number four, if you need a little bit of entrepreneurial inspiration, do what I call cross-generational networking. You know, a lot of attention is paid to baby boomers and, and the millennials. In fact, they almost forget those of us in the middle, us Gen Xers. But everybody seems to want to put everybody into their box. The baby boomers are all over here. The millennials over there. Gen X is sandwiched in the middle. But I'll tell you what. If you want inspiration, you've got to go make friends with people from different generations. When I speak to companies and they have a lot of millennials, one of the things I tell them is you can't just hang out with other millennials. You have to go make friends. If you're in your if you're age 35 or younger, every single year you have to go find a new friend and I don't mean somebody who you just link to on LinkedIn. I mean somebody who you go for coffee with, who you have a beer with, who maybe you invite them to your house for dinner. Make friends with somebody who is much older, who's over 50, over 60, because those people have a different way of looking at the world. And it's not better or worse. So much time is spent trying to split the millennials and the baby boomers onto opposite sides as if, as if they're in some sort of war. But the reality is, is that the millennials can learn so much from the baby boomers, asking them about business and the trends and what they've seen and what they've observed. But if I'm speaking to an audience that has a lot of baby boomers, if they're over 55 or 60 years old, I tell them that every year they have to go make friends with someone younger. They should be looking for a mentor who is in their late 20s or early 30s. They should be looking to the millennials to help steer them towards great ideas, to let them know what the changes are, to let them know what's going on in the mind of the young workers. There are a lot of people who make a lot of money speaking to corporations about the differences between the generations. And some of these people are my friends, and that's great. But they take these little differences and blow them hugely apart. My belief? We are more alike than we're different. 
I have a lot of friends who are in their late 20s and early 30s, and they want the same things that I wanted. Now, they have different tools to communicate, but they still want to have success in life. They want love. They want a family. They want, you know, they want to be able to save for their retirement. They want to explore the world. So get, and if you're in the middle, if you're a Gen Xer, Every year, you got to work twice as hard. You've got to make friends with someone older and someone younger because that will keep you relevant. It will expose you to everything and make you be the person who's ready to take over those leadership roles. Because here's the thing. The Gen Xers, the oldest of us, are just barely over 50 years old. However, the baby boomers are getting closer and closer to retirement. There is going to be a leadership gap, and we have to be ready to fill it. The Gen X generation is small and a lot of us are going to be able to step into some really big leadership roles. But if we're not ready, we're going to get leapfrogged by the millennials because they are getting ready. And the smart millennials are already looking to the older generations for guidance. So make sure no matter what generation you fall into, if you want inspiration, go out of your way to make friends with people in the different generations. Join groups that aren't just like you. We have to have diversity, and that goes farther than just generation. You should have diversity with people from different sexes, different religions, uh, different races, people from different parts of the world. And here's one. Here's one that might freak you out. If you want inspiration, make friends with people who have different political beliefs than you are. I know right now the world, especially in the United States, has gone crazy over the divide of what people think of our current president. And I'm not going to get involved with that one way or the other. But I will tell you, if every single dinner party you go to, everybody feels the same way. If you have no friends who can voice a different opinion with respect, who you can listen to respectfully, you're selling yourself short. So if you want inspiration, you have to get around people who have different points of view and different ideas. And a great place to start is cross-generational networking. Number five, if you need inspiration, ask really smart people for advice. I'm part of a Facebook group for successful professional speakers. And the other day, I started working on a project. And the project is something I totally can do, but a little bit of it is out of my comfort zone. So I posted a question on this page directly asking, how can I make sure I do XYZ on this project and do it well? And I'll tell you what happened. A bunch of really smart people, people who are researchers, people who are PhDs, people who are academics, jumped on phone calls with me. Their idea. Let's not do this by text. Let's not do this on Facebook. Give me a call. I'm going to be on a six-hour drive. Call me anytime during the day. And during that uh, drive, I talked for an hour with one guy who was brilliant. I literally sat there as if someone had turned a fire hose of knowledge on and was spraying it directly into my head. Ask smart people for advice, and oftentimes they will give it to you with joy and excitement just to share the advice. And you can't hang up the phone when you're around smart people without feeling like something wonderful has happened. And that's a reason that podcasts are so great to listen to, because if you feel like you need a super dose of, of inspiration, find someone who you consider really smart on some topic and listen to their podcast. They're going to share nuggets of information that are going to drill right into your head and you're going to walk away, you're going to wake up the next day feeling as if you have just had like a B12 shot because smart people who share change the world and smart people want to share. So ask them, don't think that they're too busy. Don't think they won't help you. Some people won't. Some people are jerks. So what? Move on. There's a lot of smart people out there. So ask smart people for help and you will get inspired. 
And along those same lines, number six, if you want entrepreneurial inspiration, join a mastermind group or group coaching project. So I'm involved with two or three groups online, one of which is this mastermind group I mentioned or this online Facebook group I mentioned for speakers. I'm also very involved with the National Speakers Association and through that I'm involved with a few different groups. Then I have my own mastermind group, which I talk about and I've interviewed them all here on the podcast. I have my own mastermind group where these three other speakers, we get on the phone and we do Skype calls and we share what's going on in our business and at all times we're there to help each other, motivate each other, give each other that little kick in the butt. When someone has something good going on, we're right there to lift them up higher. When someone is struggling, we're there to pat them on the back or, or, or maybe give them that kick that they need. Now, some of these things are free. Some of them you start yourself. Sometimes you join a paid group coaching program like My Potential Project. Now, you hear me talk about this on the show, and it's funny because when I meet listeners or I correspond with listeners, every now and then people will say, you know, I've thought about joining your group coaching program, The Potential Project. I just haven't done it. I ask you, why not? It's not expensive. And every week we jump on a call and we have anywhere from two to five people who come on and we just share what is it that we're working on? What is the potential that we have that we want to accomplish? And when you can share what you're trying to do and other smart people on the call can give you their points of view, things can happen that maybe you didn't see. Maybe there's a little piece in your marketing, something that you're doing to promote yourself and something just doesn't resonate right and you didn't see it because you're so close to it. Get involved with some sort of group. I'm not saying join my group, although I would love to have a few more listeners join the Potential Project. And if you want more information, go to TomSinger.com, go to the drop-down button that says About, and there'll be a button that says Group Coaching Program. All the information is there. But if you want to know if it's right for you, send me an email, Tom, T-H-O-M, at TomSinger.com. Tell me what your situation is and why you're thinking about it, and I'll let you know, and I'll tell you what. I'll be honest. If it's not a good fit, I'll tell you. I don't think it's the right fit, but maybe I know a group that is a good fit for you. So I believe strongly in the idea of mastermind groups because I think this whole idea of the Lone Ranger, of John Wayne out on the plane taking care of business all by himself, I don't think that's the reality. I think we have to surround ourselves with people. And by getting involved in a formal group, you start to develop relationships with people who care. So try it. If you're not a joiner, there's one woman I know from the National Speakers Association who we actually considered inviting to our mastermind group when we started it. She doesn't like mastermind groups. She was against it. She didn't want that type of commitment to other people. She didn't want more time away from her family. And yet recently I talked to her because she has joined two mastermind groups and she's getting a lot of positive stuff out of it and she said you know I never thought this was for me but the reality is is that getting around people who hold you accountable and who share ideas and who can look at your stuff with fresh eyes it can change everything so I say get involved with something either start a group join a group pay to do a formal program but do something and you'll get inspired and then number seven if you're looking for inspiration, attend a conference. So if you're a speaker, and I know actually a lot of speakers and people who want to speak more do listen to this show, why aren't you going to the National Speakers Association conference this July in Orlando? It's called Influence 2017. And if you want to know about the speaking business, there's nowhere else you can really learn it other than the National Speakers Association. There's a lot of guru-y people out there who want to separate you from your money, who will teach you to become a high-paid speaker. 
I've never met anyone who's gone through one of those programs who has become a high-paid speaker. I know if you look at their websites, they have some, but there's a lot of people. You know who wins from those things? The winners are the gurus who are separating you from your cash. But here's, here's the deal with attending a conference, and it doesn't have to be in the speaking business. This can be in any industry that you're in. When you go to a conference, you're going to get around like-minded people who are doing things that are very similar to what you're trying to accomplish. They know your industry. And so often people tell me, oh, I don't want to go to my industry conference. My competitors are there. I only want to go to conferences where I can sell to everybody. Say that slowly to yourself. I don't want to be part of my industry, of my tribe, of my community. I want to go where I can just sell to people. It sounds really gross when you say it slow. Sometimes people think, I only want to go places where everyone has a pork chop around their neck and I'm a wolf who hasn't eaten in a month and I can jump and just devour them and sell them and get their money. I don't think that's the healthy way to go about going to conferences. If you only attend so that you can get, you're going to walk away going, conferences aren't that inspiring. They don't do that much for me. You've got to show up in places where you can also give, where you can be with your peers. So no matter what industry you're in, I think you should participate in that trade association. I've told people millions of times that I am—I never would have succeeded in my industry if it hadn't been for the National Speakers Association and the programs that they offered and the people who they connected me to. I never would have figured this business out. I would have quit a long time ago. However, every year when I go to Influence, I get inspired. I walk away with somewhere between one to three implementable ideas, but more importantly, I make new relationships along the way with people who are fighting the same battles that I am. And that gives me so much inspiration. When I can pick up the phone and call my friend Patrick and say, hey, I've just had a couple of (laughs) We don't cuss on my show. I almost said shitty. We had a couple of bad weeks in sales here in my little company. And he can say, you know what? I had that too, but then I did this, this, and this, and all of a sudden I got a new client. Or here's what I was doing when I went through a similar thing. Because of people like him who I've met through the years, I stay motivated. I stay inspired. But here's the deal. Meeting someone once doesn't make them part of your network. Meeting someone once just makes them someone who you have met once. The first time I met Patrick or any one of my dozens of friends I know through participating in these conferences, the first time I met them, they didn't want to drop what they were doing to take my call. That would be like if I called them off and they'd be like, God, that guy again. But over eight years, we've developed a long-term mutually beneficial relationship where people like him, they, they're excited to hear from their friends. They want to hear from them when they're up. They want to hear from them when they're down. They want to help give them advice. So you have to be participating. That's why no matter what you do, get to a conference and don't just go once. Sometimes it takes a commitment of two, three, four years before the floodgates of value open up by participating and attending these things. And there are all different types of conferences. Get to these events. Open yourself up to meeting people and just see what happens. If you do these seven things, if you do all of them, I promise you, you're going to be more inspired to to knock it out of the park, to do great in whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. So let me recap really, really quick. Number one, if you're looking for inspiration, be more observant. Number two, read a book. Open up the floodgates of knowledge that some really smart people have put out there. And a great idea is go back and read the books that inspired you years ago. They'll re-inspire you again. 
Number three, get out of your routine. Take a couple of days off. Go to the Grand Canyon or some other beautiful place and just breathe. Have conversations that are different than you have on the daily aspect of your life. And when you come back, you're going to be excited to be back and you might have some fresh ideas. Number four, cross-generational networking. Do it today. If you're 25 years old, reach out to someone who's 55 years old. If you're 55 years old, find a friend who's 25 years old. And if you're in the middle, go meet people on both sides and take that beyond the generations. Look for people who are different from you in so many different ways and be respectful of them and they will show you things that you never imagined. Number five, ask smart people for advice. Smart people are smart and smart people want to help you be smarter. Ask for advice and then sit there and listen. Number six, join a mastermind group or a group coaching program. I promise you when you get into some sort of a formalized group where you know that you have people who care and who have your back and who want to inspire you, you can't not. That's a double negative. You just absolutely have to walk away with more ideas. And number seven, Get around people in your industry. Attend a conference. Go to something. Don't sit at home and just wallow in the fact that your inspiration has gone down the toilet. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode, which is episode number 260 of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I am so excited to have you as part of this audience. If this is your first show, I hope you come back and listen again. If this is your 260th show, for goodness sake, let me know because I don't think anybody has listened to all of them. But thank you for being a loyal listener. If you fall somewhere in between, I hope you'll come back and listen to more episodes because we're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody really, really cool. But in the meantime, I want to inspire you. I want you to go out there today and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.